Giovanni, everyone. Welcome, Carlos Siltate. Welcome to another episode of Tolkien Takeaway. I'm your host, Vasilius Hasimakos, broadcasting from Chats, or recording, I should say, from Chatsworth, California. We've reached episode 33, this episode entitled Trust and Potential. And this episode on the podcast, Trust and Potential. But first, the news from Numenor. <laughs> So the biggest Tolkien news in the last couple of weeks was, was of course, the passing of Sir Ian Holm, who played Bilbo in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and earlier had played Frodo Baggins in the in the BBC radio drama from 1981. So a, a prominent figure in the Tolkien community passed away. And this one this one made me stop and pay attention because because as you know, the 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 Lord, as I've talked about before, the Lord of the Rings movies were just a, a really big part of my life for for many many years. I was I was obsessed, and I still love them. And Sir Ian was uh, just an unforgettable part of of that of that trilogy, and he was great as Bilbo. Um, his his performance was just such so full of life, uh, and and he was charming and charismatic and mischievous and creepy and he got to show he got to show us so many colors and really flex uh flex his acting muscles um in a very memorable way and he passed away from the age of 88 from parkinson's disease and the hobbit movies because he came back for small parts in the first and third uh hobby hobbit movies from peter jackson uh those were actually his last movies those were actually his last movies. And I've shared on my Facebook page uh, a nice post that Peter Jackson uh, wrote that he put together at the passing of, of Sir Ian, um, detailing uh, kind of what he was like to work with uh, on The Lord of the Rings and how his cameos came to be in, in The Hobbit. And, um, yeah, it was uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of tough. And... And as in as in so many other Lord of the Rings actors, after you see Lord of the Rings, you you kind of root for them to do well, and you get excited when you see them in other movies. And this happened to me when I saw when I saw Sir Ian Holm in uh, The Aviator. And but you also have the same excitement when you see them in movies that were made previously to the to to Lord of the Rings that you just haven't seen yet. You're like, oh, there he is, or oh, there she is, and you you still like. It's it's still uh, this uh, this small thrill when you see them, and I had that experience when I watched From Hell, um, Henry V, Dream Child, which I actually studied in in college, Alien, and Jesus of Nazareth, which I grew up watching uh, quite a bit, and didn't and didn't know who Ian Holm was, and he has a small part in that, and then going back and seeing it, that was seeing him in it after after seeing Lord of the Rings, that was exciting, and um it just gets you thinking like these movies were made 20 years ago and the old the older generation of actors are going to start passing um and it's gonna be tough and who is it going to be next is it going to be serena mckellen is it going to be bernard hill who is it going to be it's going to be it's going to be sad and it's going to be tough because these these people were were such a uh played such a a role no pun intended in these emotional uh, artistic experiences that you've had in the past it's you're just like you're losing um you're losing a bit you're losing a piece of of what made you feel so strongly about something it's it's going to be tough it's sad so um um rest in peace sir ian and i'll provide links to his uh, obituary and uh, his imdb page so for your perusal in the show notes uh there's a new book coming out with some of tolkien's unpublished writings called the nature of middle earth 
due to hip bookstores in 2021, and this is a quote from HarperCollins. Much as Unfinished Tales forms an unofficial 13th volume of the history of Middle-earth, this new book will sit very nicely alongside as an unofficial 14th volume. Of particular note, given the impending Amazon series, are several texts detailing the lands, flora, and fauna of Numenor and the lives of Numenorians. And that's the end of the quote. So is this actually going to be a kind of uh, a, a, a companion piece to the history of Middle-earth? Um, or is it kind of, or is it kind of just a cash grab um, in anticipation of the Amazon series? I don't know. Time will tell. Um, I'm of the opinion. I'm not. I'm withholding judgment for now. But I'm an. I, I'm. I'm of the opinion that I'm a fan of the question. Just because we can, should we? And that applies to lots and lots of areas of life. But just because uh, material isn't published doesn't necessarily mean that it should be published. Um, again, I'm reserving judgment for this specific instance, but I hope that's not the case. I hope that uh, that it does that it, it does provide a nice uh, companion piece and adds and further enriches um, the lore and history of Middle Earth and doesn't just serve to um, contradict or um, confuse like previous drafts of, uh, of, of a work can do. So I just want to pause for a second and ask you to please like the podcast on Facebook. Tolkien Takeaway is the name. Just search it and you'll be able to find it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Tolkien Takeaway is the handle on Twitter. Um, and please subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please give me a nice rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast. And, and please leave me a review if you find it in your heart to do so. And please email me at TolkienTakeaway at gmail.com. I would, I would love to talk some Tolkien with you, and your email might even get on the podcast. So, having said all that, let's, uh, let's get down to the Hobbit Hole, shall we? So today's Hobbit Hole quote comes from, wouldn't you know it, The Hobbit. Have you heard of it? It's good. It's from the chapter, An Unexpected Party. So, so uh, Glowin has just expressed his doubt at the choice of Bilbo um, as the uh, chosen burglar, as Gandalf's chosen burglar. And uh, Gandalf speaks. You asked me to find the 14th man for your expedition, and I chose Mr. Baggins. Just let anyone say I chose the wrong man or the wrong house, and you can stop at 13 and have all the bad luck you like, or go back to digging coal. He scowled so angrily at Glowin that the dwarf huddled back in his chair, and when Bilbo tried to open his mouth to ask a question, he turned and frowned at him and stuck out his bushy eyebrows till Bilbo shut his mouth tight with a snap. That's right, said Gandalf. Let's have no more argument. I have chosen Mr. Baggins, and that ought to be enough for all of you. If I say he is a burglar, a burglar he is, or will be when the time comes. There's a lot more in him than you guess, and a deal more than he has any idea of himself. You may, possibly, all live to thank me yet. And that is the end of the quote. So, what's happening now is I'm actually leading a discussion group on The Hobbit for 11 to 13-year-olds for, on- for the small online school that I teach for part-time so I figure I'd I'd kill two dragons with one black arrow and use what we've been reading about um, in our class and uh, draw from what I've actually been close reading lately 
uh, for for uh, our Hobbit whole quote. So, so there are these there are these two themes in the Hobbit that I'm actually really fond of. Uh, one is the theme of potential and fulfilling potential, and another one is answering the call. And what's going on here in this chapter is the dwarves don't really think that Bilbo has it in him to be a hero, right? And Bilbo Bilbo himself doesn't know yet. But Gandalf has a hunch. He's got this feeling, and it's a strong feeling. And he's willing to risk much on Bilbo's potential. And this really resonates with me in my personal life right now as as I've just been hired as a teacher. And this is my first full-time teaching job I've taught in the past, but this is my first full-time teaching job. And I'll be teaching multiple subjects that I've, I've never taught before. But my employers see something in me and they're willing to call on me to step up. They are willing to risk much on my potential. And I have to answer the call. And what I have to do is I have to find the strength in me, find the adventurousness in me, find the faith in me to let the Tookish side win out and dive in and do my best and, God willing, fulfill my potential along the way. So... Um, to all of you, I, I just want to say that I, I pray that you all be given opportunities based on your potential and that you have the tookishness to answer that call when it is time, when when the time comes. So that's it for this episode. We've got a short one today. Special thanks to Melinda Asimakos for her support and letting me bounce ideas off of her. Special thanks to my new employers for their trust. Special thanks to my headmaster at the online school for giving me a chance to work with The Hobbit. And special thanks to God for all things. That's it for now, boys and girls. I hope you enjoy this one. Namari.